Hey, this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. This is Bo Bascoro. This is Shay Altered. Hey, this is Andrew. And this is Laura Moroko Code. This is Josh. And this is Nick. We're Talk Modern. This is Maliki. And this is Ryan. We're Small Million. And you're listening to Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. It's a grand Tuesday evening here on Portland Radio Project. I'm your host, Luke Neal, and this is Sounds of PDX. So happy to join you this evening. I have special guest Tara Velarde in studio with me. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. It, it like worked out so serendipitously. <laughs> uh, Tara emailed me just shortly after the Kingsley show, and I had an opening, and yeah. it just, you're and here And I've for, got a show coming up, so. It, it's perfect. It worked <laughs> yeah. out wonderfully. Uh, Tara's talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a songwriters in the round this Thursday at Alberta Street Pub at 8 p.m. with Carla Baker, Caitlin Gemma, and of course, my special guest, Tara. We're going to get more details on that. Second hour, we're going to have a text to win for a couple uh, tickets to that show, so thank you very much for bringing those in. It's super yeah. cool of you. Uh, but we're going to be going through your influences and talking about Willow Baby, your latest release and kind of the process because uh, I was telling you off the air, I'm such a big Mac Greco and Rye Room fan that Me too. <laughs> I want to hear about the process of all of that. Uh, but let's start the show with a, an influence that you and I both have in common, an artist that until uh, tonight, I didn't know that, how pivotal she was for you. Tell yeah. our audience what you told me about Ingrid Michaelson. This is so yeah. rad. Yeah, she was um, really the first singer-songwriter that I really listened to. Um, and like I was saying, I you know grew up and there was a lot of music in my household, um, a lot of good music. My mom would listen to Talking Heads and my dad was listening to uh, classic rock for the last, you know, 30, 40 years. And, <laughs> and uh, my brothers were into Green Day and MCR and my older sister was doing country. And um, and I, I, I don't know, I didn't really like really dig any of those. And so I was like, well, music's cool, but maybe I'm not really that into it. And then uh, actually I saw um, Ingrid Michaelson. She had this Old Navy commercial that was her big breakout and she did her song, The Way I Am. And I was watching TV and heard that song and was just like, what is that? That's completely different than everything else. So I went to my dial-up computer and <laughs> spent the next 15 minutes trying to get the page to load so I, could <laughs> so I could know who that was. And so then I, yeah, just got really hooked on her music and it's been really influential for me. That is so awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. The first time I heard her, I was like, who is this? Yes. This voice, this indie, this folk, this singer-songwriter. Uh, totally fantastic. Yeah. So we're going to check out Ingrid Michaelson, but we will be back if you're listening to us here in Portland on 99.1 FM. Drive safe. Glad you're listening. But if you're on PRP.FM, we have a talk board there. You can hit us up on the talk board. Submit questions for myself and Tara. She's going to be with me until 9 p.m. Stick around. That's the first influence for my special guest tonight, Tara Velarde, and that was off of the PDX Spotlight playlist. I want to thank them for helping us get the playlist together every week. Right now, you can catch Falcon Heart and Mississippi Studio. They just absolutely killed it. In December, we're going to be airing Sarah Wilde's performance at a remote location. Uh, I can't explain it. You just got to tune in and see it. It's a super rad barn. We had the crane. Uh, the whole works. And then the audio sequence, we just shot their episode a couple weeks ago. Thank them for uh, hosting us at their practice space. That's going to be airing in January. And uh, Tara. 
Hi. Hopefully we can get you on PDX Spotlight. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping too. It'd be super rad. <laughs> um, so you gave us a little bit of insight into what kind of set the hook early um, for you as a musician, but do you have any tangible music memories like from earlier on where at least music resonated with you from an early age? Yeah, um, I grew up singing a lot with my siblings. I have five siblings and um, my mom would always get us singing like folk songs and camp songs and stuff like that. So um, I think some of my earliest memories were harmonizing with my siblings um, because we, I, I don't know, we were just very interested in that concept and that idea. And so yeah. we would um, just kind of figure out harmonies and it became pretty intuitive in a way that I realize now as an adult and as a music teacher, um, is like a pretty special thing to be able to do and that doesn't always come that easy for people, so. Yeah, you have to be a listener and so mm -hmm. many times, you know, people get interested in music, it becomes about them mm -hmm. and that's okay. You wanna share your art, but I guess being forced to sing with so many siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And I, I'm a big choral nerd too, so I'm sure that really fed into it. <laughs> <laughs> what about music education? What were some of the first instruments you picked up? Um, I took piano growing up. So um, yeah, I studied that for, for years, um, classical style mostly, and uh, started playing guitar when I was about 16. Um, and those are, that's really mostly what I do. I really, um, focused in voice and piano, like through college and everything. Those have been the main ones for me. So you've got a large amount of music theory. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I will interview folks who have absolutely no music theory. Yeah. Uh, but I it's think, fine. yeah, I, I think people who pick up, you know, whether they, believe they don't have any formal music training or mm -hmm. music theory, you pick it up. You like do. You start to understand it. I had a friend in my life named Cameron who illustrated how I was understanding music theory. Yeah, you didn't know it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was going to say, what would you say to people who kind of maybe didn't do that thing in high yeah. school or they're in high school now and they just can't get into band or orchestra? Where would you suggest somebody start so they can at least learn a little bit of theory when they start on their own art? Yeah, I, I teach private lessons. That's my, my full day job when I'm not gigging. Um, and it's a really good way to be one-on-one -on -one and get what you want, get what you need out of um, like your lessons or your education. And it's so true. A lot of times, you know, I grew up singing and getting kind of that innate sense of music and what worked and what didn't work. And then as I grew up, I started putting theory to that. And so um, what's one of my favorite things as a music teacher is to work with someone who likes music but maybe doesn't know theory and then you you know start to introduce that and you get that big like aha moment mm. where they're like oh that's why this is happening and it opens up so many doors for them it's really exciting that must be awesome to see yeah. i mean i like sharing cool movies and music with people just to see their reaction. Yeah. I can't imagine them unlocking something inside totally. themselves. That's, and then they want to use it and create with it and everything, which is just the best. That's so, so rad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to look back to the playlist here. I will have some more questions and stories for Tara later on. If you have some for your own, go to prp.fm, submit those on the talk board. Or if you're on Twitter, you can tweet us at PDX Radio Project, and we'll be able to ask those questions for Tara. Uh, a band that's just, what can you say? They keep getting better and better. Alabama Shakes yeah. is next on the playlist. Uh, why did you pick the song Future People? Yeah, it's kind of out of left field a little bit. <laughs> um, I really liked their first album. Um, and I felt like this last album that they've put out was such a, a in a, a lot of ways, a deviation from that. I mean, it really, the first album was so kind of blues rocky. And then this last one had, a, I feel like a lot more experimentation with like a darker, heavier side. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I love what uh, Brittany does with her voice in this track. I think it's incredibly creative and really emotional somehow. So 
um, that one really just caught my ear and stu- stood out to me on the album. I think you're right, Tara. I think not only just you, but as we get further away from this period of time, a lot of people, I believe, are going to look back and see Brittany Howard as a cornerstone influence to female musicians. Yeah, definitely. And there's no doubt. She's a powerhouse. Just what can't you say yeah. that's great about her? <laughs> here it is, another influence from Tara. I'm going to be hanging out with her until 9 p.m. here on Portland Radio Project. This is the Alabama Shakes with Future People. the Avett Brothers here on Portland Radio Project. I'm your host, Luke Neal, and this is Sounds of PDX. I have to agree with Ben Hooks on the talk board. Uh, he said he's loving the song by the Avett Brothers. That's an influence of Tara Blarity, and she is my guest tonight. Uh, why did you pick that song? We were just like praising them nonstop. I know, I know. Um, man, so the Avett Brothers are just one of the biggest influences for me as as just like a band and a project. Um so hard to pick a song. I think that was the first one that popped into my head. They've got a lot of stuff that's like, you know, um, kind of bluegrass and kind of screamy and like really energetic. But um, 10,000 Words is a track that's just, it's just very heartfelt and very intelligent. And I think a lot of the lyrics resonate with me. So Yeah, I think you're right. They're kind of known for their... Uh their live thing, their mm-hmm. vibe, they are really boombastic. Mm-hmm. I heard it said one time that they were the folk, the only folk band that could play a biker bar. I was like, that, <laughs> that's great. That's really good. That's really clever. That's a good description. Uh, unless you're in Portland, because anything goes. Uh, <laughs> well, before this song break, we were talking about um, some of your music history and your past and your education. Were there any musicians uh, that were peers um, that really stood out to you and inspired you maybe as you were going through school? Um, yeah, like I was saying, I, um, studied, uh, choral ed. So, um, it was, it was a really interesting world. It was really actually before I stepped into more of the like contemporary music live show performance. And, um, in the classical choral world, everything is very, um, very perfection based. Um, and it's really, you know, the best technique and the best interpretation and everything is about, um, yeah, just, you know, trying to have one really amazing performance. So um, I had a small class and there were um, multiple classmates of mine that pushed me, I think, to try and really do my best um, in kind of stepping into the classical choral world like I did. And then uh, as I came out of it, it was really interesting to then like switch gears completely <laughs> and be like, anything goes, anything goes. <laughs> like one performance, I'll do the song like this. The next time I'll do it completely different, you know? So, so it really pushed me. Yeah. But, but wouldn't you think that that arms you in a way to be able to do whatever you want? I mean, even though it may appear to listeners that you may have a track that has no rules, mm-hmm. you're applying music theory behind it. Completely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I I usually have a way that I do like to do the song and and that will usually come out on the track when I put it on the album. I'm like, this is really if I could just put it down one way, like here's what I want to do with my voice and here's the way that I want to like present this word or this emotion. And then uh, maybe the next time I perform it though, you know, I'll try I'll slow it down a little bit, I'll make it a little more intimate or something, you know, just to change it up. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like when bands do that. I mm-hmm. like seeing certain artists because you'll go into a show expecting, you know, 
I guess, the unexpected, as cliche mm-hmm. as that sounds. <laughs> so is there a certain approach that you take to your own songs when you're translating them to a live setting, especially if you've recorded a full band thing and you're playing a solo gig? Yeah, yeah, that's been, um, it's been interesting. Certain songs take a little more reinterpretation than others. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this last single that I released, Willow Baby, um, we really just kind of did it all out in the studio and put a lot of um, a lot of layers there, like strings and flutes and harmonies and all kinds of things. So um, I think what I've learned is when I'm trying to perform solo, because I do perform with my band, but I also perform solo, um, I try to allow whatever situation I'm in to inform the song. And I'm not going to try and make it the big performance if I'm in a smaller space, you know, I try and make it the perfect fit for the space that I am in. Yeah. That's for all you buddy musicians. That's excellent advice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Tara, next on our playlist, uh, a band I did not know Fox Fox and it's P H O X. Mm -hmm. The song is slow motion, super rad tune. So good. Yeah, so uh, why did you bring this one into the show? Um, I really love the instrumentation. That's something, as a vocalist and a lyricist, which is really what I most identify with, um, I'm always stoked when my instrumentalists can add cool elements and things that I've never thought of, and I feel like this band has so many moving parts happening, so many creative sounds, and I just love the way that it all works together. I'm going to be spending a lot of time with this band's catalog (laughs) now that I'm introduced. Uh, But you're going to want to stick around in the second hour. We have text to win a couple uh, tickets to the songwriters in the round, which is Thursday, November 30th at Alberta Street Pub. Tara is going to be playing with a couple other great artists, uh, Carla Baker and Caitlin Gemma. Clara Baker, actually. Clara Baker, I'm so sorry. Uh, Doors open at 8 p.m. Lots going on in the second hour, so stick around. This is Fox with Slow Motion here on PRP. Laura Marlin here on Portland Radio Project. Where can I go? That's an influence from Tara Velarde. She is my guest tonight. Uh, super amazing vocals on yeah. that track. Uh, why'd you put that one on the playlist for us tonight? Um, she's another one that just has so many tracks that I could include. Um, she has a lot of a lot of tracks that tend to be kind of moody and um, kind of brooding and uh, very introspective sometimes in. Um, uh, I don't want to say a dark way, but just in a way that makes you really look at your life. And sure. um, so she's got that whole side, but then she's also got such a great sense for rhythm and for her voice working with this whole ensemble and building and, you know, bringing everything together for the big finish, like in that song. And yeah. I, I just love that one. It just really makes me dance. <laughs> and we were both uh, digging on the B3. Yes. That shows up. It's such a good tone. So good. Uh, well, you touched on it with the artist there with Laura, like, to get to a place when you're writing for a listener like yourself to know that she was being vulnerable and approaching the, the subject matter, I think it takes a while to get there as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you, what's some advice that you could give some of our listeners that are trying to find themselves as an artist? Because if our listeners aren't familiar with you yet, in the second hour, it's super clear when we hear your tunes that you, not only do you have depth, like I feel when I listen to your music, like you have a clear idea of who you are as a recording artist. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, you know, it's 
I think the most important thing to remember about songwriting is that it is a craft and it's something to practice like anything else, like any other skill. Um, you know, when I first started writing songs when I was 16, like they weren't very good <laughs> and I knew they weren't very good. <laughs> and I like kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do. And I was like, well, like I'll keep working on this. And um, really, I would say within the last, you know, four or five years, I, I have been pretty consistently happy with my voice and the way that I write things. Um, and I think what's really important to me is to have an idea and a concept to express and to make sure that I'm expressing that in an authentic way that's also somehow original, just in the sense that um, lyrically, I, I try not to just write things that have been written before, you know, and use phrases or um, anything that's like tired. You know what I mean? Like I wanna try and find a new way to say it because I appreciate in the artists that I like, I always appreciate when they say something that makes me go, oh, I've never thought of that before. Mm. And so that's something that I try to replicate in my music as well. I would totally say that you have that because in, the, in some you. ways you have lyrics that are narrative, but in other ways they're, they paint uh, a metaphorical picture that just, mm -hmm. again, I love that as a listener, like you just mentioned, I, I like to dig in. I mean, there's one thing, okay, uh, <laughs> some folk and blues, it's straight storytelling yeah. I'm into. But if an artist can make me think and then mm -hmm. make me want to listen to that song again. Definitely. Um, so when you're writing, are you music first or lyrics first or is it kind of a mixed bag? Um, I've, I've probably done it just about every different way that you can create, put a song together. Um, but I would say most often I, I've kind of had this like idea growing in my mind or a thought um, and I've been just kind of mulling it over and thinking about you know, whatever, whatever it might be, um, like in my song animal that we're going to listen to in a bit, it's just, it's a song about human nature and, um, how, you know, how we are all animals and how that, uh, affects the things that we do. And that's a concept that I've been thinking a lot about at the time. Um, and, uh, a lot of times then I'll just kind of get some sort of melody in my head and I'll pull out an instrument and start to vocally come up with something melodic that I like to put the words to and then find the chords that fit with it. It's such a crazy process for folks who don't understand songwriting. You may find a melody that you like and not have words to fit a, right. a certain syllable um, mm -hmm. segment, or you'll have a great syllable segment and these great words, but it doesn't make sense with yeah. the rest of the song or where it's at. Totally. How, would, how do you organize your thoughts when you're writing? Are you totally organized and have notes everywhere or how I'm, does that work? I'm a pretty organized person. Actually had a friend save me recently that <laughs> they're like, if there's one thing Tara doesn't like, it's a messy mind. <laughs> so I'm always trying to organize my mind. Um, so I do a lot of voice memos of, um, you know, little melodic things that I'll come up with just so that I don't lose them. Cause if you come up with something musical and you don't put it down, you're probably never going to remember how that goes exactly yeah. again. And I've had those times where I have come up with something and tried to remember it later and it's just never coming back, you know, <laughs> which is the worst feeling. Um, so that, and then I also, you know, little lyrics and little ideas and concepts I keep track of. And then when I sit down to write a song, it usually comes out like, pretty much in one piece. And maybe I'll have like a bridge that I'm like, I don't know what to do for this. And so I'll go back through my lyrics and be like, oh, this is a similar concept and this can work. So, That's cool. Yeah. 
Really good advice. Good advice for all ah, you songwriters you. out there from Tara. <laughs> uh, well, let's get back to the playlist here. Lake Street Dive is the next yes. band. Uh, really cool track. It's called You Go Down Smooth. What does this song mean to you? Um, I don't know. I just like it. <laughs> um, I just like singing along with this song. Um, I think... Honestly, as a band, Lake Street Dive is so much about the sound and so much about uh, Rachel's vocals. And um, they've got some fun concepts, but I don't. The lyric hook isn't really the big part for me with this band. I really like the energy that they have. No, oh, that's really rad. Yeah. Well, here they are. This is Lake Street Dive with you. Go down smooth here on Portland Radio Project. The softer side of Regina Spector, that's firewood, an influence of my special guest tonight, Tara Velarde. She's in studio with me sharing stories and uh, great advice so far. Oh, for, thank you. For since you're a teacher, <laughs> it works out wonderfully. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is what I do. <laughs> well, we've got a show coming up, a live show, so I want to give a shout out to Vortex real quick and get some details out about what's going on this Thursday, so yeah. stick around. Support comes from Vortex Music Magazine. Receive the print edition in the mail each quarter, plus access to monthly benefits like vinyl, music photography, concert tickets, and more. Get swept up in the vortex at vrtxmag.com forward slash subscribe. Big shout out to Vortex. I've got our shows of the week. Of course, the show of the week that I'm highlighting is this Thursday, November 30th at 8 p.m. Alberta Street Pub. Tell our listeners, uh, Tara, what is Songwriters in the Round all about? Yeah, it's it's a format for a show that's um, really popular in a lot of other cities like, you know, Nashville and Atlanta and um, but hasn't really I haven't seen it a lot around Portland and I really want to bring it to Portland. Um, it's it's kind of just what it sounds like. Um, it's going to be me and Claire Baker and Caitlin Gemma and we're all going to be seated on the stage at the same time and literally just go down the line and, and take turns performing songs. And it's really cool because um, in my experience doing songwriter rounds, um, you know, the person to my right will do a song and it'll inspire me and I'll say, oh, I've got a song that's about mm. that as well. Or that makes me think of something else. And so my song will be kind of a response to that. And so there's this um, play between the artists and a lot of stories that you can share. And it's just a really like intimate evening with each other and with the audience. That's like a really good listening party when yeah. you're like, oh, you played me that. Let me play you this. Totally. That's so rad. And what I'd read from the description is, is that, I mean, it's. Almost like a storyteller session, yeah. too. You get some in-depth look to like your process, the other people's totally. process. Super rad. Yeah, it's going to be a rad event. It's going to be so good. And Clara and Caitlin are both really incredible musicians and songwriters and vocalists, and they do a lot of touring. Um, so they've been all over the U.S., I know, this last year. So we're all all in Portland at the same time. <laughs> We're going to play a show. That's, <laughs> That's so going to be great. Yeah. So uh, I keep saying it at 8 p.m. Uh, doors actually open at 8.30. Is that correct? Doors are at 8. The show is okay. at 8.30. Perfect. Okay, good. You don't want to miss it. And you also don't want to miss 
the second hour of the show because Tara and I will be giving away two passes to Thursday mm-hmm. night's event. And uh, from the sounds of it, you definitely don't want to miss it. Yeah. A couple of the shows you can catch this week, uh, Saturday night, two of my favorite local bands, The Cabin Project and Falcon Heart are performing at Alberta Street Pub. Uh, their doors open on Saturday, December 2nd at 8.30 p.m. for that show. And then Sunday night, if you can, please come hang out with myself and uh, Small Million, Leo Islow, Indigo, and Duddy for the fundraiser for Nick from Talk Modern. It's going to be at the Old Church. Doors open at 7 p.m. All goes to a good cause to help uh, Nick. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, a couple months ago, out of the blue, he woke up one day and only had 20% of his muscle usage. Autoimmune disease just knocked him down. So uh, we want to help him pay for some bills so we can get out there and make some more beautiful music as he recovers. So uh, that is our Vortex Shows of the Week. We're going to spin our heads back to the playlist real quick before we get into the second hour and all original music from Tara. Yeah. I've got a couple live performances as well I'm yep. super excited about. Um, Leanne Lahavas, not an artist I was familiar with, yeah. and I love her to death. How did you find this artist? Um, I think I came across her Tiny Desk performance, which I love. I to- We were talking about Jules Holland and how his show is just so stacked with incredible musicians. And of course, you know, Tiny Desk has just a million um, incredible concerts that are all, you know, all online. You can check them out. Um, So yeah, I saw hers, uh, this kind of stripped down acoustic performance and just loved her voice and had to listen to the album. So we've we've actually been covering this this song (laughs) (laughs) with my band. Yeah, (laughs) we had our um, release show at the Fremont um, a few weeks back and we did this one for the first time. It was so fun. (laughs) What an awesome choice. Yeah. Uh, Well, right on Tara, I'm glad you brought this in. You're enjoying Sounds of PDX on Portland Radio Project. We are gonna be with you until 9 p.m. This is KSFL LP Portland, Portland Radio Project on 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. Uh, if you don't already have our mobile app, it's super cool. Uh, as you're listening to local artists, you can actually tweet them directly and say, hey, I'm listening to Portland Radio Project and you're on the air. Mm-hmm. Just like my special guest, Tara Velarde, is in studio with me tonight. We're into the second hour now. We're going to be able to hear all of your original tunes awesome. and uh, stories behind that. But before we do, let's talk about Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. She was just on the air and such a great artist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had to put her on my playlist just because uh, she was one of those kind of pillar foundational singers for me um, as far as influences. She does this incredible thing with her voice where... Um, she just, it just feels like it's going to crack and just be blown apart when she like goes up to really the top of her range and the top of her volume and power, but somehow it always works and it always sounds so good. And I was just really fascinated by that and, uh, kind of came up with my own version of it and a way to like incorporate that into my singing as well. So, and your art has like all good art. It should age and evolve. Uh, in 2014, you released an EP uh, with the name Terra Novellas, the Terra mm-hmm. Novellas, which is brilliant. <laughs> uh, in 2016, you released your full LP, Get Out and Walk. And then most recently, October 25th, you released uh, Willow Baby, which yeah. was recorded at the Rye Room. So let's let's start back at the beginning of your, I guess you would say, professional progress. Let's yeah. talk about one of the coolest band names of all time, the Terra Novellas. <laughs> Talk awesome. to me about this project. It's so good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I came up with the name because um, 
so many of my songs I realize are just in a lot of ways stories of my life, you know, um, and novellas being like short stories, short novels. And so a lot of these songs end up being short stories about, you know, what my experience has been. So, um, yeah, <laughs> so good, <laughs> pretty fun, pretty fun. Um, so that's the name of the EP and it's just, uh, four tracks and it was, um, the, our first foray into recording. And, um, so we kind of took our time and kind of felt out the process. And I really love what we created. Like I said, just four songs, but it's a good variety of different, um, kind of genres, um, within those four tracks. I'm really happy with. You gave me a handful of songs that we're going to listen to tonight. So we're going to hear two off of that, uh, EP. First one is proximity. Tell me mm -hmm. about this track. What inspired this one? Um, this is, this is one of the songs, you know, I've been playing it since 2014. It's been a couple of years, but I, I just never get tired of it. I never like, don't want to play it. Um, I think I'm just really happy lyrically, uh, with how it came out. Um, it's, it's really about, it's about, um, a person that I knew and a relationship that I had with them. And, uh, just that feeling of maybe you're not going to be with this person forever, but while you are near to them, um, you will absorb the goodness from them as long as you can. So. What a valuable lesson. Yeah. Be grateful for the folks that you're around. Mm -hmm. uh, super killer. Uh, Tara Velarde is in studio with me. This is from an earlier project, the Tara novellas. This is proximity here on Portland radio project.
It propped itself on two. It made itself some shoes. It cut and combed its hair and sat beneath the roof. It tried to Symptoms and fate, the secret silhouette, the past will happen yet. There's an novellas a previous project from Tara Velarde yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super cool I made some notes on that like uh, when I first heard that song it reminds me 
Oh, I painted a picture of you like busking in a <laughs> town square. Awesome. Uh, I love the minimal approach. And I was going to say on, on proximity before that too, the three, four and percussion on that is so rad. Oh, thank you. Really sets that message in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, both of the songs are very message heavy for me. And I'm glad that like the musical vehicle for them is also really fun and has a good groove and everything. And animals is the one that I was saying, um, I was thinking a lot about human nature and I was actually taking um, a, a psych class at the time. I was um, studying to get my master's in education. So I was doing this psych class and we we're talking a lot about that. And uh, yeah, it just got me thinking about animals and humans and humans as animals. So I love that recording too. <laughs> so good. I thought that was a cello. That was a really cool bass piece. It's bass, yep. yep. Yeah. Give nice a shout out. Who was your bassist on that? John Larson. Yep. Super John Larson. Great. Uh, well, I would like to now at this time give our listeners access to win these tickets. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to do a text to win. So if you're driving and you want to win, uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to be safe and pull over. What you're going to get is a couple tickets to songwriters in the round. Tara's going to be playing Thursday uh, night. No, it's going to be November 30th, Alberta Street Pub, still one of my favorite venues in town yeah. at 8 p.m. Clara Baker and Caitlin Gemma is going to be there. The format, if you didn't hear in the first hour, is very much that of, uh, I guess, open basket. You're going to play what you <laughs> want, tell the stories you want, yeah. and really get engaged with the audience. So uh, what you're going to do to win tickets is you're going to text the keyword Tara, T-A-R-A, to 27299. Again, you're going to text Tara to 27299. As soon as we get that information, we will contact you and let you know if you are the winner. We'll get your name on the guest list. And when you show up, please go say hi to Tara and let her know you listen to the show. Yeah, definitely. Come say hi. We'll chat. So we're moving on from the Tara novellas to your solo stuff. <laughs> uh, and this is the title track of Get Out and Walk, your full LP that came out last June. Uh, share some insight. What inspired is obviously an important song because I've got the title. Yeah. What inspired this song and uh, how do you feel now looking back at it retrospectively? Um, this, yeah, this one's actually really interesting. Um, it's fairly literal, actually. Um, at the time, I had actually, this is really funny because um, it's not funny at all, but <laughs> I had <laughs> I had totaled my car actually like blocks from where we are right now, like doing this radio segment. <laughs> oh. So I, I totaled my car and uh, it was really bad timing. I had no money. I didn't have any ability to buy another car. And I was um, teaching multiple jobs and um, trying to figure out a way to get to work. And I was like busing and I was. Uh, which, you know, from Tigard to Newburgh, where I was working, it's like not a very convenient bus route. Yeah, <laughs> There's like one line. <laughs> and uh, I was like borrowing my boss's van because he was super nice and was concerned about me bussing. And <laughs> oh, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it was just, it was frustrating to me too because I had financially been doing well before that. And then it just felt like everything came crashing down at once. Um, so I was walking from work to the bus stop at night on the highway and I started humming this tune and um, I just got my phone out and took a video as I was walking. And a lot of what I say, a lot of the lyrics are like almost like a live narration of like what I was doing. Wow. Um, yeah. So somewhere on my phone, there's this <laughs> this. <laughs> this uh, historic video of <laughs> me walking down a highway at night. So um, yeah, most of it kind of came out 
all in one piece. And then I went home and, and put it down on guitar. And um, I made it the title track for the LP because I just felt like it really symbolized that time in my life and uh, kind of being at the bottom and fighting your way back up. What a rad story. You're going to have to post that video someday. Yeah, someday. <laughs> With or without its expletives. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so here it is. We're diving into some more music from Tara Velarde. She's been my guest all night. We've got live performances coming up. You don't want to miss it. This is Get Out and Walk, the title track from last year's LP.
Velarde here on Sounds of PDX. What a rad dude. Oh, thank you. It's so good. Um, some of the notes I made while listening to it is, uh, first off, I could totally hear the Regina Spector influence. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that makes me happy. Yeah, like that cool percussive vocal, percussive piano piece. And then the salsa jazz uh, overall right. vibe. Do people dance to this one live a yeah, lot? Yeah, people love this one. We did a music video to this uh, last January. 
Um, so we, you know, we've been playing it quite a bit and people, it's, it's a bit of a fan favorite. I don't really know where like the Latin percussion rhythm came from, but it just kind of came out when I sat down at the piano, like that's just the rhythm that I started playing. So it's been fun. It's so cool. And tell our listeners what you told me off the air. How old you were when you wrote that? Oh, I was, uh, I was 18 when I wrote that one. <laughs> I think the lesson in that is so cool. Like uh, I didn't show up on the Terra Novella project. It was yeah. on your first LP. Yeah. Can you speak to that as a songwriter, why it's important not to give up on previous songs? Oh, man, it's it can be really important. Um, I know that I and so many other artists I know are just our we're just our worst critics. You know, like sometimes there's a song where I write it and I'm like, man, I hate this song. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just kind of shelve it for a while and I never come back to it. And and then when you do, sometimes you're like, that's actually a really good song. Like, I don't need to be so hard on myself and people enjoy it. Um, Ridiculous. That last song we actually had played pretty consistently. Um, it didn't make it onto the EP in 2014, I think just because we only had a couple of tracks that we could do. Um, but then, yeah, I released it in 2016, years after I wrote it. Um, and I'm going to be 27 in a couple of weeks. So <laughs> it's almost been 10 years. You yeah, know? that's crazy. But it's just, you know, it's a song that I feel I can really stand by. Like I'm happy with the quality of it, you know, with the songwriting. Yeah, you all jammed down on that track. Oh, it's yeah. super cool. Yeah. Uh, and listening to the next song on the playlist, uh, I'm really interested to see what is behind this. It's Farewell Brother. And it is, I mean, the note of it, it's like a folk ballad. It yeah. is super tender. Can I ask what this song is about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my older brother, his name is Chase, and uh, we were really close growing up. Um, we spent a lot of time together. I was also homeschooled. So we had a lot of time, you know, at home to just kind of play and run wild and everything. So he and I were really close and he's an artist, a really, really, really incredible um, illustrator and uh, digital artist. Look him up, Chase Villardi. Um, and he got this art job out in Cincinnati a couple of years back. And uh, he was the first person in my family that really had moved away um, so we were all really happy for him, but of course, you know, you never want to see your family move away. Yeah. So he came back after being out there for about a year, um, came back for the holidays and was visiting. And it was, um, just really, it was really cool to see, uh, just the ways that he was just the same person that I knew, but also how he had changed from, um, just being somewhere else and knowing different people and having different experiences. So, um, we kind of caught up and then my dad and I drove him to uh, the airport to catch a red eye flight. And um, I came back in the middle of the night and wrote this one pretty much in one go. So, and actually there's even, even more layers, I think to the significance of this song for me, because um, I have a, a really close friend of mine. I grew up knowing her and her dad and several months after I wrote the song, her dad passed away. And uh, this song really meant a lot to her and her family. So I performed this one actually at his memorial. Wow. And so that's why I included it on the album was because their family really wanted to have the track for this one. So it's a very, very special song to me. It's beautiful. And I think it's one of those that as I listened to it, I processed my own memories and applied Mm -hmm. my own life to it. And I think that's the side of just such brilliant songwriting is you have a song that everyone can put into their own soundtrack and make applicable. Yeah. This is really beautiful. Another track from Tara Velarde. She is going to be playing live after a couple uh, more tracks. This is Farewell Brother off of her last year's release. Uh, Stay tuned. We got a lot more.
closet and I get a little feral when the room starts to spin and to glow and I'm alone 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 And I hate that I always wanna lose weight that I always have to be great
Tara Velarde here on Portland Radio Project. That was another cut from her Get Out and Walk LP that was released last year. So many cool things on this record. That one, I just, the piano tone, hmm. I adore. Thank you. Uh, that was a grand piano? It was a grand, yeah. Where, where it had to be tra- grand. And where did you track this record? This was at the Map Room. Okay. Here in Portland, yep. Yep, really good with stuff. Josh Powell, yeah. So uh, this, was it produced in 2016 or was it just released then? Or did you start the record recording process before that? It was actually, um, it was all done the summer of 2016. Um, It was crazy. I was working like mad all of that year, multiple jobs. And then um, in the summer I did my first uh, professional um, theater gig. I was doing West Side Story at um, Broadway Rose um, here in the Portland area. And then, uh, at the same time getting this whole album it was actually kind of the spring and summer. And right after I was done with West side story, which was like six shows a week, you know, like crazy schedule. Um, like two weekends later we released this and went on tour. Oh so my gosh. <laughs> it was nuts. Relentless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you've been touring a lot. Um, it, like you said, in honor of the Willow baby single being released, mm-hmm. you did a short little tour yeah. in November. Talk about some of those tour dates. Yeah, that was great. Um, I love doing these kind of long weekend trips cause you, we, you know, we did some dates in Oregon and we also got down to, uh, Northern California, San Francisco and Sacramento and, um, Chico and and some other spots too. So um, I love to do that every, you know, return every three or four months or so and just kind of keep, you know, keep current in the local scene and keep meeting people and and coming back. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. I mean, if you're touring the first time through is just a handshake. Yeah, you're, I, I call it recon tour because you're just you're just going in being like, what is this place? No one knows me. No one cares. And then you kind of feel it out. And then you come back next time and know a little more about what's going on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Boots on the ground. Recon exactly. tour. That recon is hilarious. <laughs> You've got a big one coming up, too. Let's talk about Italy in yes. 2018. Yeah, so um, we're going to be, actually in in March, we're going to be doing um, a fairly extensive tour for a couple of weeks of the southwestern U.S. And then um, in uh, May and June, we're going to be out um, getting out to Italy and doing um, some time in Spain as well. So that'll be my first time um, in Europe at all, actually. So I've just been like totally geeking out <laughs> On everything that we're gonna see, <laughs> we got Rosetta Stone yet. Learn your Italian. <laughs> no, you know my uh, my drummer um, Timothy Van Cleve was like, "How's your Italian?" And I was like, "Classical." I like <laughs> studied classical art song. Like I'm pretty sure no one talks like that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It's not going to go on the streets of Rome. No, no, no <laughs> it's awesome. not going to work. So, <laughs> What were some of your favorite venues that you played on your recent tour? I just think that live experience, when it's a good one, yeah. nothing can replace it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a bunch of good ones. Um, I always love doing house shows. We did a house show in Redmond. Um, I think probably one that really stands out was a show that we did in Chico um, at the Naked Lounge. And we did that with a local artist there named Max Minardi and another local artist named Joshua Hegg. And um, it was so great. It was just a really packed house. And they were very explicit with the show um, that everyone was to be quiet and listen. Wow, good. (laughs) It was great. I mean, they like gave reminders and like made sure that everyone was being courteous and, you know, bumping people next to them if they they were being too loud. So it was, yeah, right? Dream come true. Yeah. (laughs) 
it was so good though because as an artist I really felt like I could share my music and people were really uh hearing it um and Max does a really awesome uh folk um kind of Americana thing and he had his whole band going and Josh was like uh very I call it accessible jazz because <laughs> it's jazz that you can listen to and be like oh this is fun and it's got a beat but it's also super smart and yeah. like technical so it's kind of eclectic but um yeah it was really special we're definitely going to be getting back down there that's super cool. Yeah. Uh, well, you're going to be able to share your gift live with us now. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Tara Velarde has been in studio with me all night. We've mm. got a, a live track called... Rose. Rose. Uh, I've totally enjoyed your your stories and, of course, your original music. And I've been excited for this all yeah, night. Let's so do it. Uh, I will let you take the airwaves. Here she is live on PRP.
Tara Velarde here on Sounds of PDX. That seriously just sings to my heart. That open tuning, that mm. melody, it's just fantastic. Thank you. Uh, anyone that knows me is freaking out, probably like, oh my gosh, that <laughs> sounds like tunings Luke would play. And that's like Perfect. 80% of my songwriting. So when I yes. found out you're doing alternate tunings, like... I'm glad I brought this guitar. <laughs> yeah, bow down, respect. And let's give a shout out to your granddad. It's yes. his guitar. This is my grandpa yeah. Ray Melton's guitar. So cool that you've got it here. Absolutely. It's super rad. Well, I'm going to let you rest your voice and your fingers. Cool. But before we do that, I'm going to get back into the last song we're going to play out of the Get Out and Walk LP, which to me has like this 60s rock vibe. That. And I just love the organ in this track. Cool. Uh, any parting words on this one before we play it? Yeah, um, this one's this one's really fun. It is such a kind of blues rock um, number, which I I love to do. Um, I actually wrote this while I was at work, and uh, it's about not wanting to go to work. So <laughs> I was teaching lessons, and I had some free time between, so I was like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> well, I think a story we can all relate to. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. This is Work by Tara Velarde. She's going to be here until 9 p.m. We've got another live performance and then her uh, latest single, Willow Baby, at the end of the show, so stick around.
loving that an end that's just so cool. Like love abrupt ends, uh, a star search end, as they would call it back oh. in the day. Nice uh, Shazam there for your for jazz us. hands. Yeah, jazz hands is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Tara Velarde is in studio with me. Uh, we've been listening to her music all night and just enjoyed it so much in the second hour. We had a text to win uh, that did come in. So congratulations to whoever you are. We're going to get the information back out to you. Um, but you're here in honor of Thursday night's event uh, that the text to win was there for. Yeah. Once again, songwriters in the round uh, with Tara Velarde and uh, Clara Baker, Caitlin Gemma. That's at Alberta Street Pub at 8 p.m. this Thursday. Don't want to miss it. Format sounds super yeah. rad, and you're going to be doing uh, exactly this for the listeners on Thursday. Yeah. You've got another live song for us right now. I do. This one is called Feel Like a Human. Feel Like a Human. All right, Tara, the airwaves are yours. Perfect.
Tara Valerdi here on Portland Radio Project. What a crazy, great song. <laughs> Thanks. I just love your vocal dynamics, how you can go to soft and delicate to kick you in the teeth to get your <laughs> message across. It's so rad. Thanks. That's really something I strive for, actually. So I appreciate that. Yeah, you've got this really great tone in your voice that I think you can convey a lot of messages in different ways. And it's super interesting to me as a listener. And I'm sure our uh, listeners tonight have totally enjoyed it. Great. I can't believe two hours has just flown I by. Know. This has been a blast. <laughs> it's been so fun. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, before I send you off into the evening and, and we play your new single, uh, do you have any shout outs or goodbyes you'd like to send out there? Yeah, I'm just really excited. Uh, for this Thursday, um, the 30th at Alberta Street Pub with Claire Baker and Caitlin Gemma. Um, it's just going to be more of this, more uh, sharing solo pieces, some of them that I know are going to be really big and um, energetic, but also um, really, you know, personal. And uh, it's just going to be a bunch of songwriters sharing, sharing with each other and sharing with the audience and talking and um I'm sure talking with the audience during the show as well, which is yeah. always fun to do. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a good one. And uh, like I said, we're going to be um, releasing again in the spring and Willow Baby is going to be a part of that uh, that album. So stay tuned. And we talked about him early in the night, but let's give Matt another shout out for this song. Like Absolutely. he did such great work on this new single. It's beautiful. Yeah. Working with Matt Greco at the Rye Room, I'm just, I feel really fortunate that um, I happened across him <laughs> at at just like a, a um, music industry event and we started chatting and I was like, I like this guy, we should work together, you know? So um, he really took Willow Baby and turned it into what I hoped it would be, so. It is fantastic. Again, I can't thank you enough for being here tonight, sharing your stories and your music with us. Uh, Tara Velarde here on Portland Radio Project. Brand new single, just over a month old. Mm -hmm. This is Willow Baby. Until next time, I'm your host, Luke Neal, reminding you to discover and support local music. Have a great night.
Let us know about your new favorites at prp.fm.